It's Test Tube Thursdays. Walter Stoddard, Senior Scientist at the Ontario Science Centre. Good morning. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm well. I'm curious uh, very much to hear what you have to say about a couple of these stories. With frigid innovation, scientists make a new form of ice. Because we've all been sitting around thinking, you know, ice is not perfected yet. <laughs> it's, it's important to keep experimenting. You're right. You're right. We haven't got enough understanding about ice. It's it's. So I really, I really enjoy the story for a couple of reasons. First of all, I, ice as we know it, it, right, is is crystalline, very organized. When you think of the the ice that you get out of your your ice box, right, out of your freezer. Yeah. Well, it, that's what they did was that, and I, I love this. So we we know that you can form ice in other ways. And so you can end up with ice that instead of an organized crystal, it can be disorganized. They call it amorphous, where all molecules are scrambled. And we've seen low density, we've seen high density. Those experiments have been done, but nothing in the middle ground. And so there was this kind of this missing spot in understanding uh, how to get medium density amorphous ice and it 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 sounds like well why why would you yeah, care well that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah right i understand that it, it, it it's when you look out into the into the, into space into into the universe the conditions in which ice forms uh, you're you're looking at uh, ice on a comet or uh, ice on uh, what Europa, the moon around Jupiter, you're looking at ice that is likely amorphous, the scientists suggest. And so how to make that ice here on Earth, how to understand the conditions in which it forms helps us understand water better, which all life is based on, okay. as well as stuff out in our universe. So here they are, they're experimenting. And I love their description. They call this experiment, it's one of those Friday afternoon experiments because they didn't they didn't have a plan they didn't know what they were going to do they said hey we haven't done this yet and so they put ice in uh, it, it's um what they call ball milling and so a cold metal balls uh, in a in a chamber they rotate it really fast they they break up the ice into tiny small particles and what they get is something that they've never seen before and so it's this medium density amorphous ice. So uh, instead of your your well organized uh, crystal, it's 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 scattered. It, it's the same density as water itself, which is kind of weird. Uh, when when water freezes, it changes density. And so this is this is it's weird ice. <laughs> so oh, okay. here we have something new to look at. But what would it do then? You called it a Friday afternoon experiment. So at the yeah. end of the afternoon, what happens if you put that stuff in a drink? Well, that's a good question. They did not report whether or oh, not well. they, uh, they mixed drinks with it. <laughs> I should be doing this then. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, can elephants save the planet, do you think? Mm. Well, they certainly, if we, if we let them, they'll do their part. And uh, it's, it, th this is, this is a great story when it comes to, to science. We've, we've been very uh, focused on this idea of isolating variables, right? We, we isolate the variables, but here you see an example of how everything's interconnected. And what the researchers report on is that elephants in their, in their natural habits, they were looking at elephants in, in African, African forests. And they said that there's six to, I think six to 8% increase in the forest's ability to contain carbon dioxide because of the elephants. And really what they're doing is they're, they're eating the trees and plants that 
uh, are poor at trapping carbon dioxide. They're, they're softer wood, they're, they're less dense. And because of that, they're, the trees that are better at holding carbon dioxide, the harder woods, they're having a chance to grow. And so they grow bigger, they grow better. Uh, the, the elephants also, they eat fruit and spread the seeds and they're they're dung, and so that that helps uh, grow the the denser woods and and the the better carbon capture trees. So the the natural interaction of the elephant with the forest increases the the growth of the the carbon capturing trees, the trees that are better at at holding carbon dioxide. So that the the idea is is phenomenal. Just if we and and because elephants themselves are are endangered, it's a, it's one more reason why we want to protect and ensure that the elephants are, are there in their natural habitat. Here's a weird story. The rare cancer causes a man in the United States to suddenly develop an Irish accent, which, by the way, is a beautiful accent. It is. It is. In fact, all accents are beautiful. And what's happening here, it isn't fully understood. And and in fact, there's only, as, as I understand it, there's only two other cases in which involving cancer you had this this rare condition they, they refer to it as as foreign accent syndrome for lack of a better name and and what's it they see it in brain injuries they see it in uh, in stroke victims and what's happening is it, within the brain so our accent right is the way the way that we pronounce we enunciate yeah. right our pacing the, the rhythm all of that is the way that we organize our language right Ab- above the language itself so something happens in the brain that triggers a change in our ability to organize our speech, the the way that we organize it. And so we end up sounding like someone who's not a native speaker of our own native language. And so that, that's what's, what's happened in this case. And it, it, it's, um, there's, there's some famous cases. There's a, uh, uh, the uh, case that really put this, um, syndrome, uh, in, in people's attention was a Norwegian woman, in, in 1941, had a had a head injury, uh, and she started sounding like uh, what people heard was a German accent, and and so she actually wasn't being served at at, at restaurants because she was identified as oh you're you're the enemy, mm-hmm. <laughs> which because just because she sounded different, and and so it's it's not that they actually adopt the accent, it's that their speech changes and people say the way your speech changed made it sound like you have an Irish accent to some degree. Which, by the way, um, Walter, being Irish myself, I wish I had that accent. I wish I could do the accent, but I but I can't. So coming up, you're the senior scientist at the Ontario Science Centre. What do you have planned for the Family Day weekend? Yes, Family Day is very exciting for us. We So we have, um, first of all, for that weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to be open uh, from 10 a.m. to uh to 5 p.m. or, or and, uh, and and Monday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sorry, Friday 10 a.m. to 4, and we're have the uh, the Hanasade lacrosse program in which they're going to be explaining the origins of lacrosse, and it's a, a hands-on uh, ability to make. Uh, the deerskin balls to understand the, the history of lacrosse what what they call its founders call the, the creators game it's also a chance to visit our a temporary show that we have indigenous ingenuity it's it's only going to be uh at the science center for a little while longer so it's a it's a great time to take in that that exhibition and and was it indigenous people who also adopted the practice in um lacrosse of whacking the other guy with the stick or was that after uh, europeans got here 
I, I, I think the Europeans were very uncivilized when it came to when, <laughs> no, when it came I, to. The, I, I think the whacking sports. the opponent with a stick has always been a part of sports, actually. Well, probably true. Probably okay. True. <laughs> All right. Walter Stoddard, senior scientist, the Ontario Science Center. Thanks very much. My pleasure. Thank you.